Hello and welcome to our podcast today. You have tuned into the Out of Decluttering podcast. I am Amy Ravel. And I am Kesti Faruja. And I am starting our podcast by saying good Monday to you, Amy. Good Monday. And it is actually Monday when we're recording because we're recording one week ahead this week. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel duplicitous <laughs> or lacking in integrity when I feel like we're lying even though we're not lying. Oh, my goodness. No, I would never. Or we are. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a whole lot going on in your brain that doesn't need to around that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure people know that we didn't record the podcast three minutes before they listened to it, regardless of when they listened to it. Yes. Yeah. So I know. it's all good. I know. I just feel funny. I just don't feel right about saying good Monday to you when it's not Monday. Oh, but they're not me. necessarily listening on a Monday anyway. So I know. You can just say good morning to you or good afternoon. Or, or hello, good day to you, fine people. <laughs> good evening to you, fine people. <laughs> How was your day today, Kirst? It was lovely. I spent it with a beautiful family um, who are ironically downsizing or not ironically that's why we chose it yeah that's not ironic at all it was intentional yes it's our very lived experience today so and this week so that's why we're talking about this topic this week so yeah I had a lovely lovely day with them and was there Um, more than one person home yes so there was um the two owners of the house or the husband and wife of the house um and their two adult daughters and their two of their six children. Wow, it was also a full house. Yes, the, the little girls were not so much help. <laughs> <laughs> Being only five, they were um, probably more unhelpful to their parents than helpful, <laughs> but it allowed their parents to be there helping their parents. So, yeah, we had three generations there, but only only four, four of them actually working. And, oh, uh, one of the husbands was dropping in and out as well. Oh. So it was a very full house. That sounds kind of fun. Were you kind of directing everything around? Is that how it worked? No, not really. I was... Um, I was taking guidance from one of the daughters and or from the daughters and the owners, but it was it was a bit it was very equally shared what we right. were doing. So I was um, the daughters were asking for direction as were the owners, mm-hmm. um, but then I was also being guided by them as to what they what it is that they wanted to work on, um, and it was yeah interesting because. Um, Everybody has their own ideas of what they wanted to get achieved in the day. So, of course, fun balancing that. And they were downsizing in the sense of actually having a smaller home, or were they downsizing in terms of the function of a home? What what was that going to look like? Yeah, they're downsizing in the block of land, definitely. They're moving into uh, over 55s home, like, you know. Residential unit area. blocks, yeah. unit yeah. in a residential area, so not a retirement village, but an over fifty fives area, um, and so their plot of land is only their house right. and a little bit of um, like no gardening. I th- I'm pretty sure, um, and this house bin at the moment is quite a big block of land, and the uh, they've lived there for quite a number of years so there's lots 
and the husband is very handy and has a lot of tools that he won't necessarily need mm. moving into the new home where there's not so much to do. So it's a really, inter- really, really interesting um, case um, for me to work on and also a very time pressured one too because they've put a deposit on their new home um, and so that got the ball rolling really quickly and they've got a deadline to pay for the new home um, with and they obviously would love not to have a bridging doing any bridging finance yep. so then we've got to get the house um, not only prepped and ready for um, photos um, or n- not only prepped and yeah ready for sale but also photo for that and they want to do it all in one bang without too much um, storage use Great. so it's just interesting dynamics at play yeah, yeah. interesting yeah that sounds exciting. But you and Jack have also been working on a downsize. What's that yes. look like? Yes, on Friday, Jack and I worked with um, a family that were downsizing. So they had been in their home for 32 years and they were actually moving next door. So they'd purchased the house next door, have renovated it, um, and they're downsizing into that. So less burdensome gardening, um, but also really smart use of space and appropriate for them in their retirement years. So we didn't have to do any packing. We just literally put stuff in trolleys and went from one house to the other as we so I was in one house decluttering with the client and Jack was in the other house setting up the new house so that was really fun it was a beautiful day and everything just went perfectly oh and how much fun to be able to do it all in one hit as well yeah so they the house wasn't finished so there were no um, carpets blinds painting still needed to be done so they're probably still four weeks off moving in but what we did is we moved in the areas that they wouldn't need in the interim so that was really great being able to to go through with the client in the current house and say okay is there any likelihood that you're desperately going to need children's books or if your grandkids want a story could you make up a story for them? Could you ask them to bring over a book? And so, okay, great, all the kids' books can go over. And so we just went that process all the way through the house. Um, so we were only there for six hours. So it was really, really lovely. And I think the process when you've been in a home for decades, the process of curating your life really to downsize is a really hefty one, but also a, such a joyful process. I really loved my client rediscovering things um, and there were things that she'd discover and she'd go, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. But then she'd still let it go. And she's like, you know, like at my age, this is me remembering it. Like this is that moment that I've been saving it for. And once I've had this moment, I'm really happy to let it go. So that was a joy to be part of. Awesome. So let's get into some tips and tricks for some people who are listening, who might be considering downsizing um, or my or their parents might be considering downsizing what is your what would be your first tip my first tip would be don't discount downsizing before retirement I know that there was a family that um, joined our head heart and home course earlier this year maybe the end of last year and they as a family downsized with young children and realized that they didn't actually need all the house and all the garden that they had and all the mortgage and so downsizing 
is part of intentional living, not necessarily just we're getting older and we don't want to have to maintain the house. So I think the first thing that I think it's important for people to think about is you can downsize at any time. Whether like we were talking to Sarah Taylor a few weeks ago with tiny living, whether it's a shipping container or a tiny house, or whether you're just wanting to lose a bedroom, or you're wanting to lose a living space, or as your clients were, wanting to lose a garden that it's important to maintain. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we, we, our heart, as I said in that episode a couple of weeks ago, our heart really is for people to live intentionally. So if you can see yourself living in less space and you think that that might actually help you to be able to live the life that you're wanting to live and to be more intentional in your space, then yeah totally consider downsizing yeah my parents live in a really big house so sometimes downsizing can mean choosing to only use part of your home so my parents have um, bedrooms upstairs that really are only used when my sister comes from interstate and her and the kids and how do you stay up there and so sometimes you can downsize within your house to say actually we're just going to live in this part of the house I know Cal's parents have done that a bit as well and to really um you know then you're not heating and cooling and all of the things in those spaces so that's just that they're my caveats (laughs) I know you'll have a good caveat so I'm joining the caveat train oh caveat train that sounds like caviar and (laughs) gravy and now I'm hungry um (laughs) I think it's important (laughs) when you're downsizing to think about why you're downsizing Is it because you want a simpler life? Is it because you want to move to a property that's got less maintenance? Like think about the why, because that really affects what you keep. It can be, and I have seen it happen, easy for you to just pack up all your life and move it into a smaller house, but hide it away in all the cupboards. Have you seen that, Kirst? Yes. Well, that's what I'm discovering with this this client at the moment. They have got two adult children um, who have got their own homes and their own families. And yet they've got a three bedroom home, which is full of stuff. Mm. Um, so it is, um, you know, they just took over the places where they where their daughters were living <laughs> so and have made it their own which is totally fine because it's their house and they have every right to do that um but yeah just deciding what it is that yeah just being really intentional about what it is that you your why is really mm. important and I think that that's what I was going to say is having that real clear vision for that new house or that next home um, and having that why really helps you mm. and having that vision like how do you want to feel in that new home what are you, how are you going to be living in that new home like for this these clients of mine they're moving into a over 55s estate and so they've got a community room there they've got pools they've got you know um uh, uh you know a community built into to that estate Um, and so it's really about okay so what do you want this next season to look like for you you know do you do you currently have people over yes or no okay are those people going to come are going to be visiting in your new place are you going to be creating new friends that you're wanting to be able to have over really easily for cups of coffee and tea do you want your grandchildren to come over do you want you know our grandchildren going to be sleeping over at your house like what does it you know and that's specific to this client but what is that vision that you have for this new home um, and how 
does your stuff that you currently have fit into that vision? Which is the same for anybody moving home. Um, you know, these are great questions to ask yourself, whether you're downsizing, upsizing, or just moving next door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think too, um, if it if it was me and I was downsizing or I was giving someone advice on their downsize, I would actually encourage them to declutter first to help them determine what spaces they actually do need. Because there's actually, you know, if you were to move into, say, a one-bedroom apartment, there could well be room for the children to stay over. There could be room for all your special things, room to keep your hobbies. You don't necessarily need to downsize. Because a lot of downsizers now are downsizing to a three-bedroom to living space house which is larger than a lot of families are living in so I think until you really know what you have and where you might like to keep it you know as you said with your client lots of tools okay well maybe there's a centralized place at the estate that could donate all the tools so you don't need to keep them in the garage or maybe you want to donate them to a men's shed or someone has really enjoyed picture framing but their retirement life does not include picture framing and so they they don't need space for that. I think it's really important to do that declutter to actually see what it is that you're wanting to move um, and maybe come up with some creative solutions. Maybe you don't need to be the holder of all of the 50 photo albums. Maybe you could get the grandkids to scan photos for you. You know, like there's lots of creative ways to think, I actually don't need as much space as we have because our life is changing. Our lifestyle is changing at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that's been the joy in this, uh, working with this clients is they're like, oh, well, where are we going to put this bookcase? And I was like, well, let's stop before we start talking about storage solutions. Why don't we declutter first? Because you may not even need a bookcase in the end. Yes. Or you may need a bookcase, but it might need it instead of having three bookcases, you might need one, but it may need to be big than one of the ones that you already have because we're decluttering a lot but it still needs more space than just one that you have so you might actually need a new piece of furniture if that's the case or um we're packing because what we're doing what I'm doing with this client is that um really trying not to do a three-stage move we're actually de decluttering and packing um, kind of like what you're doing, but we're just not sh trolling it next yeah. door. <laughs> <laughs> and unpacking um, but we're and setting it up. packing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that's to come for me. Um, but at the moment, we're just packing. So it, it, I am asking those questions. Okay, in the next two months, do you think you're going to use this? No? Right. Great, let's pack it up. Um, and so, but in that, we're also thinking, we are thinking ahead to the what, the new home is going to look like, but not having any um, set ideas about what that's going to be like. Mm. So we're not sometimes, so sometimes you can go, okay, we're just keeping this one bookcase and therefore we need to make sure all the books fit in this bookcase. Yeah. Whereas we're not doing that at this stage. We're going, actually, let's go through and see everything that we want to keep. And then when we move to the new house in two months time or four months time, when we pull out that bookcase that we are putting aside to move into the new home, we will see what fits in there. And if need be, um, we'll declutter more or we might get a new piece of furniture. Mm. It just, it really depends on what, um, 
what this client decides. Um, and when I'm working with other clients, it's like, okay, well, are you, um, are we making sure it fits in this one bookcase? Okay, then let's be really strategic. Only, you know, only 200 books can fit in this bookcase. So let's only get it down to 200. Or, you know, we can cull, we can continue decluttering when we set up at the new home as well. Are you loving getting into decluttering in your home, but feel like some of the things just aren't staying how they should, or you're finding piles of recollecting around the house? Are you getting a bit frustrated that you're not seeing the success that you thought that you would? Well, Kirst and I are excited to let you know about our online decluttering course that teaches you not only how to get an organised and decluttered home, but really importantly, how to keep it that way. So we would love you to come and join our course community. We have an interactive and amazing Facebook group and all of the course is self-paced so you can jump online whenever you like and go through our six modules that will take you from being overwhelmed to an organising guru. So just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course and come and join us. We can't wait to have you. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Yeah, I recently, or recently, everything feels like recently for me, probably uh, seven or eight months ago, I helped a client move out of an inner city apartment in Melbourne and they were retiring down to Hobart and it was a beautiful job. Um, They were in a two-bedroom apartment and so what we did is we did the full declutter so that packers and movers could come in. So his work was going to pack and move them. So we didn't have to do any of that. But what we decided is when you're doing a really long move or a move that requires someone, you know, like transport, not just hiring a budget truck or whatever, is to think Mm. about whether you do really want to take some big pieces of furniture. There were bookshelves, there were couches that they'd had in the house for 15, 20 years and were in perfectly good condition. But she was like, do you know what? We're going to retire in the next five years. We're downsizing now. Why don't we sell these couches and get the couches that we would love to retire into. And so for them, it was a great season of letting go of a heap of their existing furniture and then going, when we get down to Hobart, we're actually going to buy the things that we want to use and the things that we want to you know, have for that final 30 years. 
it was a really um, interesting process of saying, well, we could keep this couch, but it's probably going to cost us $150 to transport it. Why don't we sell it and then put $150 on top of the sale price and buy a new one in Hobart? Yeah, and it's always tricky. Uh, you know, this is the conversations that I'm having with my clients, this particular client at the moment, is because they don't know, they haven't sold their house yet, so they don't know their budget, um, but they have a, a, a specific budget for their new home. So they know what mm. they're paying for their new home, but they don't know how much they're going to get for this for this home. Um, and so it's very, um, it's understandably, um, they're making a lot of choices around, around cash flow mm. and deciding what, um, you know, so at the moment they're thinking that they're not going to have a lot of, um, a lot of, um, they're not going to make a profit on the on the sale of their home. Right. Um, in fact, it's going to be quite a tight budget um, to move. So um, they're not downsizing from a mortgage perspective. They're just downsizing from a land perspective. Yes. Um, so then it makes some decisions um, just have to be delayed until they mm. sell the house and know how much, you know, if they did make you know, if they have got some spare cash, um, because then that might make, that will impact the decisions that they make going forward. You know, it will make it, it will impact whether or not they do buy a new bookcase or they just take that bookcase and, and live with yeah. that bookcase until they can save up for a new one. Exactly. Um, so it's just, um, nothing's black and white, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Every family is unique. Every situation is different. Um, and they're decisions that you have to make for your family. Um, and, you know, even so much like today we had a property stylist come in and um, they gave a quote for how much it would be to style their house. And because it is quite a big block of land, there's also the decision, like they're umming and ahhing about property styling because they're not sure if um, a developer is going to come in and buy yes. buy the property. So then, does it really matter if it's style? But then you you don't know who is going to be selling that, oh, who's going to be tricky. buying it. So then, it's probably a great investment to um, invest in property styling if it can add tens of thousands of dollars onto the sale price. Mm. So, but then so nothing's guaranteed, is it? No, so it's nothing's so... guaranteed. <laughs> Uh, Kirst, I have a question for you. Yes. Have you and Simon talked yet about if you were downsized and what that would look like in the future or is that not a conversation that you've ever talked about? Um, We have, but we... um, It's so far in the future that it's almost dream-like. Yes. Like there's no... You know, we go, oh, would we move up to you know, up to bush or would we go into the city or do we have both? Do we have a weekend, you know, like <laughs> everything's so, <laughs> it's so dreamlike because, you know, we dream of having a ton of money 
Do you know, like, yeah. or we go, oh, actually, we're going to sell up, you know. And we're also like, who knows what the kids, it's just so dreamlike because it's so far yes. away. You know, our kids are still in primary school. They're nowhere near university age. So, and they're nowhere near getting married and moving out of home or, you know, not getting married, but moving out of home. Like, it just seems so far away yeah. that we haven't. We haven't invested too much dream time into that because um, I, I'm such a future thinker. Like I love dreaming about the future and what that could look like. You know, let me be honest, even yesterday, I just was like, I'm going to put in a no limit on my search on There's going to be no upper limit. There's going to be a starting limit, which is still ridiculous. And <laughs> I put in four bedrooms. So it was presuming that the kids are still going to be here. And it was put, and I put in a pool. So I had like, okay, in three years' time, if we won the lottery, even though we don't play lottery, what <laughs> right. could this it's look like? Now we had so much money that we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah. Like that's how ridiculously but you know and that was really silly of me because now all I can think about are these amazing houses and I'm like how can I get 10 million dollars like it's just ridiculous it's just ridiculous and and I'm like that but Simon is the absolute opposite like he'll sit and dream with me for a couple of minutes but then he'll just go this is silly like this is just yeah ridiculous why are we even thinking about this because it's so, fun to think about what about it. you guys <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about it. It is fun, but yeah. it's fun, but it's also we don't know what the future holds. So we're also like we go, well, it would depend on if the kids lived overseas or if they wanted us to be close to them or if yeah. we wanted to if we had cuz Sydney is ridiculous. Like a house, you know, there's houses in my suburb that are selling for 2 million dollars. What? So, and we live 40 kilometers outside of the city like and we live 40 40 minutes drive in no peak like so we live far out of the city and yet there's still houses going for more than two million dollars in our suburb are they mcmansions that are selling for that price yeah they are but that's not like um, there's, they're not McMansions. They're not met. They're not McMansions. Okay. They're large homes, and they're multi, They can be multi generational homes, but they're not. They're not two like, million dollars. Um, they cast. No, that's my point. They're family yeah. homes. Yeah, they're family homes in suburbia, wow. and they're two million dollars. So then, when I go, so that's why it makes it hard because I go, okay, yeah, like let's move closer to the city. We're looking at $3.5 million for a two-bedroom unit oh my gosh, closer to the sick. city. <laughs> yes. So that's what I mean. It's really silly to dream and really – not. it's not silly to dream. It's fine to dream. But it's it makes it – Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. It's pointless. You don't, yeah, you don't have a framework for that kind of dreaming. No. No. And wow. even like literally like the other place that we would love to move to in Sydney Basin – would be Currajong and Currajong houses are also $2 million houses. Like, and that's an hour and a half out of the city. Do you know, like, it's just ridiculous. That's, Sydney is, it is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. You know where yeah. it's not ridiculous? <laughs> where? I was going to say Melbourne, but I could also tease you and say Noosa. 
Um, no, I was just looking at houses in Noosa too and ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Ridiculous. Okay, just come back to Melbourne then. Uh, still ridiculous. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a while since I've still, bought a house. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, my parents are selling their house that we've spoken about and they're going to get some good money for it, my my parents and my sister, but not enough to, like, to also buy in Greensboro. Like, wow. mum and dad can't really afford to downsize to a unit in Greensboro. What? So it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I can understand so sorry why people to kill your dreams. You totally have. That's okay. Part of my dreams is a tiny house and I can afford that. <laughs> That's yeah. probably all I can afford. <laughs> Do you and Simon want to come and live with Cal and I in a tiny house? Simon can cook. Simon doesn't even want to live in a tiny house with me. What would make you think he wants to live in a tiny house with you and Cal? <laughs> Good. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I dream of downsizing pretty much as soon as the kids are out of home. I'm not someone who likes unused rooms. So there's not a room in our house that's not regularly used. And I am a huge fan of only having what you need. Otherwise, you're heating, cooling, insulating, paying rates, paying mortgage, all of those things on a space that you actually do not need. So who knows? But, you know, Kess, we could be in the same position. We can't afford to downsize, which is a really interesting position to be in financially and, and probably says more about the property market and economics than you or I are um, qualified to speak on. Yes. <laughs> but I think there is also, so just to come back to the downsizing, is there's also a mentality of downsizing that I think that you and I have both is, is part of minimalism, is it's the downsizing mentality. What do I want to take with me into the next stage of my life? And even though you may stay in the same house, you may sleep in the same bed, you've got the same amount of people, you can go through your home and treat it as if you're downsizing. Like, Why does every um, wardrobe in the spare room and the kids' room have to be full of stuff? It doesn't. You can actually downsize where you are um, and that's an encouragement to you as well this week. Yeah, and that's what, like, you know, stories of people, you know, that we know, like, as you mentioned earlier, somebody in our course who downsized their physical surroundings, you know, being able to pay less rent so that they could save more for a deposit on a house and to be able to buy a house. Um, but they were able to do that because they downsized their possessions yes. um, so that they could downsize their house um, and work towards their own financial goals. So, and, you know, there's so many stories of, of minimalism, you know, and so many stories within minimalism is about um, financial freedom and the, and what, downsizing your possessions has meant for your financial freedom and you know that's one of our hearts you know that's part of our heart for you as well. When I got home from work today Kess I was out with a client it was bucketing down rain in Melbourne so I drove 50 minutes home and I got home and I just 
took time to enjoy our life because I came into the house, the kids were both in their bedrooms doing um, remote learning and I came in, Cal was in his office and I thought, oh, I'm going to light the fire. So I went and got the wood and I lit the fire and then I just sat in front of the fire. There was no, when I got home from work, I was done. Like this, recording a podcast, which I love, is actually the only thing I needed to do after three o'clock today. And so I got to just sit in front of the fire, I did some invoicing, I did a little bit of admin, and it was just so lovely to feel like when I got home from work, there wasn't a whole lot of things that had been neglected that had to be done. Now, Cal had been home, so he had done some washing, he'd done a load of dishes, but that's like, that's pretty normal. And it was just beautiful. I sat down, I did a little few pieces on a puzzle that we're working on. Like that's the intentional life that we speak about all the time. And I think sometimes it's just nice to stop and smell the wood wood fire in your home or the roses in your garden to realize that actually we're doing it. This, This is the life we want. So I thought I'd encourage people that it is possible. You don't have to downsize to have the the life that you want. You can have it now as well. All right, Kess, have you got a review you can hit us with? It's a long one. It's a long one. Go for it. I do. It is a long one. It's by Blue Mountains Mum. Say hello, neighbour. How are you? says, enjoying the journey. Uh, Hi, Kirsty and Amy. You'll be flattered to know that even though I listen to lots of podcasts, this is the first time I have ever done a rate and review. That's awesome. Thank you. I have been listening to your podcast since late last year, since last year, and am up to date with them from when I first subscribed. Even all the ISO ones. Jeepers Congratulations, Blue Mountains Mum. You still like Blue Mountains Mum. I know. Thank you. So now I have gone back to the very beginning and I'm working my way through as I plod along on my personal decluttering journey. I have seven children. Congratulations. And I spent 22 years with between one and six children home full time, including nine years of homeschooling. Oh my gosh. Take my hat off. Yes, needless to say, in the last two and a half years since my youngest went to school, I have found myself with a lot of accumulated decluttering to do. I first found your podcast by accident and was thrilled to discover that there were some fellow Aussies podcasting on this topic. As prior to that, all the ones I found were US-based, which meant (laughs) that I was constantly having to flip seasons upside down and translate American terms to Australian ones. Well, (laughs) that's what our American (laughs) listeners have to do for us. (laughs) I have really enjoyed getting to know you both. I love the way you're real and practical. I also appreciate your Christian faith shining through. To me, a satisfying day is listening to you two while I potter around home making inroads in my decluttering and gradually realizing my vision for my family nest. I am looking forward to when the bulk of the hard work is done and I can move into maintenance mode and hopefully have the headspace to rediscover my creative passions and interests. Thank you for your company, encouragement and practical advice. Blue Mountains Mum. That is an awesome review. That's awesome. So good. Blue Mountains Mum, here's what you've inspired me to do. I've been thinking the last couple of weeks that I'm not a massive reviewer because I don't listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to go open it up on my desktop and I'm going to leave at least three reviews for podcasts that I love. I'm going to do that this afternoon before we have dinner. You inspired me. 
Oh, thank you. That was a really, really lovely thing to find on my after a day of decluttering. So yeah. thank you, Blue Mountains Mum. And, you know, if we ever do a live show in Sydney, you'll have to come down from the mountains and come and visit us. <laughs> so lovely. And thank you to so many of you that have left reviews. And um, while you've been in isolation, I know that well, we know that it can be a crazy time for some of you. Others like me have found it a pretty relaxing time. Um, but every review makes a big difference to us. It encourages us in what we're doing. It helps other people to find us. Like this uh, Blue Mountains mum who hadn't been listening from the start, she discovered us. And that's probably thanks to some reviews that you have left. So big, big thank you. Be a superstar. Leave us a review this week um, and we'll read it out soon on the show. Yay. People, I, I um, love the excitement that people have when, um, you know, we listen to Two P's podcast and when people have their words spoken out or, or said on the speak pipe, like I've, I see the excitement and <laughs> I know from other people who we've read out the reviews that they get excited when they hear their name mentioned or their moniker mentioned. So, um, yeah. I now I am too. I'm inspired to leave some reviews or to hop on the two piece speak pipe so I can hear my own voice even more. <laughs> That's right. Because what do you need more in your life, Kirst, than more of listening to your own voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Equally, you don't need to hear mine anymore. <laughs> yes. So on that note, we will leave you all with that laughter and joy from Amy and I. And we can't wait to be with you again next week. Yay. Speaking about something that we don't know yet. We haven't decided, but if you've got an opinion on what we should um, talk about next week, drop us an email at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au or jump over onto our Facebook page, leave us a message, and it may well be your topic next week. We'll see Yay. you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.